All right, what's going on? Welcome back to the Insight with Irv show. If this is your first time on uh, or listening, I want to welcome you. This is a place where we talk about all things business, mindset, entrepreneurship, even mental health. I try to keep my topics as what I can call as open as possible. I know that a lot of people say, hey, you know, you should niche down, you capture, you know, your type of audience. I get it. But look, I think that what we speak on this channel and I think about and I think about what we speak on here in this podcast, it's it can relate to anyone. And lately I've really been thinking about this whole mental health thing, right? Especially for those, you know, if you've, let's say, been battling with, you know, you're starting to see some type of success in your field or in your area, and it doesn't necessarily rub people off the right way, right? It starts to kind of rub them off the wrong way, whether it's your family or maybe it's your inner circle or maybe it's strangers that you've never heard of, right? That really don't even know you by your first name. They maybe only know you by whatever, let's say your alias or whatever your name is online, whatever your profile name is, right? Whether it's on IG or on TikTok or on YouTube. But I really wanted to kind of circle around this idea and really had this focal point of discussion today around what we can call control. I think that a lot of people have really abused what they can or can't control, specifically when it comes to what other people think about them, specifically when it comes to time, uh, when it comes to their value, when it comes to their worth, when it comes to maybe how they perceive the world. I think that there is an a, a unhealthy relationship, I'm gonna just say this, a unhealthy relationship with what you think you, you can control versus what you think you can't control. And in most instances, and I've look, I myself include, I, I include myself on this just because I'm not a master at this and I think that it takes a lot of self-awareness to even put that statement out there, especially when you're making a podcast uh, episode about something, you know, when it comes to control or how to, you know, maneuver around it. But I think that really the first step of self-awareness of understanding what you can or can't control is just coming out and saying, I may not have it all figured out. And I think that I myself do have some some underlying issues that I have to address. And so a lot of the times when I hop on this podcast, it isn't just so much, you know, of a guy talking, you know, from the mountaintop of this is what you should do. No, no, no. It's someone that's also either been in the trenches of maybe as the listener, if you're listening to this, what you're going through and say, you know what, this dude's pretty cool. I can definitely resonate with that message or he's, you know, he's down to earth or on the other side of, dang, he's walking this thing out just like I am, right? So I wanted to give you more so of my perspective of how I view this entire control issue and how it can become, you know, what what I'm really addicting, because it really does. Having control becomes very addicting, and then having, the not having control can also become uh, very anxious. And so let's just go ahead and start there. Let's just go ahead and lay that framework right there. You know, that you are addicted to control. When if somebody says something about you that you don't agree with, it bothers you. You know that you are addicted to control. If you can go back and change the date on something you would. Look, we've all been there, right? Where you say, gosh, I wish I can take this day back, or gosh, I wish I can go back to this day right here and just had done this differently. That right there is a form of having a little bit of control anxiety. Or you know you're addicted to control where let's say you are talking to a customer and a customer or a client, especially if you're a business owner and you're listening to this, maybe they don't wanna do business with you for whatever reason and you think that 
they're possibly missing out on the opportunity to work with you, and you could be right, but you try to persuade them or really try to control them. I'm gonna use the word control. You try to control them in a way, because persuasion is different. You try to control them in a way that isn't necessarily in their best interest, which kind of forces them to do business with you. You see, that's the unhealthy side of control. Let's go ahead and talk about the healthy side of control. The healthy side of control is when you, let's just keep it practical today, right? You set your alarm at four in the morning or at five in the morning, six in the morning, whatever that time is, and you wake up, right? Within plus or minus five, 10, 15 minutes, right? No one ever wakes up at the same time every single day like you're a robot. There's some days that, my goodness, you just don't want to get out of bed. And so you hit that snooze maybe an extra five, 10 minutes. Uh, some people call that weak-minded, I call it being human. Uh, if let's say the, the control you have is let's say you are out with a client or you're out with someone and someone maybe puts a dessert in front of you and you say, you know what, I'm just gonna go ahead and not have that today or maybe not this time. That's something right there that you can control, right? That's the healthy side of control because what ends up happening with the things that we know we can control, that ends up leading us to having more happiness. That ends up leading us to being more productive because we're actually taking the things that we can, let's say, put more effort in and things that we know that we can change uh, for the better or really have that, again, that, that stamp on, that piece of control, and we're really doubling down on that versus trying to major in the minor things. Let me give you an example of that. I am, I've, I've lately had this thought in my mind of the more that, the, the more you think you control, the more you think you can control, the less you actually end up controlling. And in most instances, if you try to control everything, you'll end up controlling nothing. Let me run that down. Let's say that someone says something about you. Guess what? You can't control what they said, but guess what you can do? Guess, guess what you can do? You can control what you say back to them. Let's go ahead and take that a step further. Let's say that you have a customer or a client that decided not to do business with you and they decided to do business with your competitor. Most people think that they can control what the client does, they can control what the client wants to do, and they can control what their competitors do or how their competitors perform. But if that was true, then let's just go ahead and take that a step further. During election years, or let's say whenever there is a local, let's say, um, election in, in your area, whether it's, gosh, student vice president, or if it's even the elections that we just had, if that was true that you can really have a say into what people think or how they are going to react or how they're going to respond based off of what you say, then wouldn't it be true that even though some of these, what we can call commercials that are slamming some of these candidates, and even if they're factual, why do people still vote for them even though we still have evidence of, let's say, certain things, right? Like it's just there black and white even if they have footage of, let's say, a specific candidate saying something, and look, I'm not trying to make this political, but I'm just really trying to drive home a point. Let's say they have a candidate saying X, Y, Z, and it's against a certain group of people, and that group of people that uh, in that footage is being targeted, and they still vote for that specific candidate, then that lets you know right there that, look, you cannot control your competitor, and you cannot control what a client or what someone else wants to do. So if that's true, then this right here is true as well. The only thing that you can control is your response to the reaction of someone else. So if someone else decides to, let's say, you're an idiot, or if someone else decides to say, you don't know what you're talking about, or if, let's say, you have a competitor that's just blowing your product out of the water, you can't slow down their production. You can't change how they view you. You can't change, and I look, 
quite honest with you, I could care less how someone would want to view me as long as how I view myself is a, is, is a healthy relationship of how I want to project my message and what I am trying to bring across to my audience. So what you can control is if your product sucks, listening to the audience of that, of, of, of that constructive criticism, not from the angle of, well, they're just trying to break me down. Because I can tell you right now that a lot of people don't like to listen to what other people are saying around them or to them just because they think that they're haters. Look, I'll be honest with you, a lot of what you think is hate is really just constructive criticism that's kind of disguised as hate, or at least in your mind. And so if you actually took the pieces that they would tell you, I think there's like a rule out there, right? Like 70% of the hate that you get, there's at least like 30% truth to that. And so if you act, actually acknowledge what's being said, obviously without taking into effect of how that's going to maybe change the way that you view yourself, because a lot of that also has to do with your identity and a lot of that also has to do with how, let's say, you perceive yourself um, and self-awareness, then obviously at that point you can take with what people say and you can alter what's going on behind the scenes. But when it comes to control, and again, I wanna drive this point home, if you are always in a seat of, I want to control how others see me, guess what? You're never gonna be happy. If you always want to control, this specific client is only going to do business with me, guess what? You're not gonna be happy because the minute that they say no to you, it's going to drive you crazy. You have control over your systems. You have control over your time. You have control over your, let's say, sequence of how you do things day in, day out. The only thing that you have control over is your input. Whatever ends up happening on the outputs, it's subject to your adjustment. And when you adjust to that, those are things that you can control. You can control your adjustments, but you can't necessarily control the outcome to, what, to what's been put in. And so I wanted to really drive this point home and keep this super simple um, and as practical as possible. Some of the ways that you know you have really good control or that let's say you have the right things under control is that regardless of what happens, regardless of if there's any fluctuations in your income, regardless if there's any fluctuations with your relationships, you just try to keep that straight line, right? You don't get too high when the bank account is looking good and you don't get too low when maybe you've had a few more withdrawals or maybe uh, stocks aren't performing as well or maybe some of your businesses aren't performing as well in this quarter as maybe as they were last year. You try to keep it as flat line as possible because let's be honest here, we can have all the affirmations and we can have all the affirmations in the world. Uh, we can have all the most robust systems in the world. We can have all of the, uh, what we can call rituals in the world. But let's be honest here, not everything is going to pan out exactly how you planned. And if you're always wanting to know every single detail about every single thing before you jump in or before you try to pull the trigger, then guess what? You're never going to move from where you're at. So get comfortable with not having everything under control because that's ultimately going to lead you into a place where what you are able to control, that's where you're able to find that happiness. Again, controlling your time, controlling your energy. That's a big one. How many people actually have access to you? You can control that by the way. You can control how many conversations you have with specific people each and every single day because I'm not sure about you, but there's some people that require so much energy when you're talking to them that you can't even be yourself because you're just trying to keep up with something that was never designed to be a burden to you. And so I say that to say this in closing, if you struggle with control, take a step back, find out, okay, is it something that I can control? 
I only have 24 hours in a day. Okay, I only have this much that I can invest into this. I only have this much time that I can invest. Uh, is this person talking to someone else that I maybe don't like? Well, guess what? I can't control that. Is, let's say, is that business doing this better than I am? Well, guess what? I can't control their production, but I can definitely control mine. Is maybe this, if you're in the influencer space, trying to watch what other creators are doing all the time, isn't a healthy relationship with your own content and with your own material. Now, it's one thing to get inspired by other people. Obviously, let's say if, if you're again in that content space or if you're in the, the, the designer space, because obviously we kind of bounce ideas off of each other. But if you're always trying to mimic what someone else is doing because you have this perception that they're in the lead and you're always in competition with someone, which is again, something that you cannot control rather than controlling what you can, which is yourself, this means that you're always going to be in the trail. And this means that if you're always trying to mimic and outdo them or one up them, you're always going to be one step behind them by default. So I say that in closing, control what you can control and anything else that you cannot control, leave that on the backside. Again, I try to make this as simple as possible today with us and as practical as we can just because I believe in simplicity and I believe in if we keep things simple, then everything else is going to flow. So if you found value in this content, make sure to hit that subscribe button down below if you're over on YouTube and make sure that if you are over on our iTunes or over on our Spotify, wherever you're listening, to give us a five-star review as it helps out the podcast immensely. We plan on having a, uh, really a lot more episodes coming out in 2021 on, the, uh, on diverse topics. So feel free to also shoot us an email. Uh, we'll try to get to them as best as we can. Don't forget that again, anytime I'm not posting on here over on the Inside with Irv show, I am posting over on our main channel, which is the Irv official YouTube channel. Once again, I appreciate you guys listening. Until next time, everyone, we'll see ya.